colleague reported in that the people... Hello there, my colleague reported that the people who were here to talk to Brooke left. They did not. They headed to the cafeteria for a while and had a conversation with Damien, the security guard. It got a tad bit awkward and they ended up leaving, but not before they got a description, which I was also able to record that this thing, like a feline, and is shadowy. It seems to match the description of some of the things people have seen stalking around the lab. Don't know if it's the same thing for sure yet, but it seems likely. We think the group may be coming back to do a stakeout later on, but they've split off for now. Two of them went off to the pawn shop. One of them was the pawn shop owner. It looks like they got some lights in a large cage. While the other two, including the one we believe to be the spell slinger and the conspiracy theorist, went off to his house and he summoned a nature spirit. I didn't see it, but someone else did. And it seems that whatever is going on in the lab is causing the issue with the local nature spirit, so that's just fantastic. Luckily, it seems this group is intent on stopping the problem and saving the spirit, so that's good. I'm gonna keep following those to the conspiracy nut said something about getting some maps. So I'm gonna see what they're able to find. It looks like they're going to her apartment now. So as we pack up, Roz has back out her laptop, but she needs to go back to her house. So what Roz is doing, and she's like, so I, I've been talking, because I'm trying to I'm trying to find some more information, you know, maybe something that we've seen. So, you know, I've been communicating on the on the message boards, and I think I found somebody, but I, my computer at home has more processing power. In order to download these images, I'm going to need the more processing power. So I'm trying to find, I think I found a person that can get us the layout and some satellite photos of the lab. Okay, yeah, let's go to your house then. That sounds fine. Okay, cool. So this ability is called Net Friends. You know a lot of people on the internet. When you contact a net friend to help you with a mystery, roll plus charm, which is gonna screw me over. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. All right, see how this goes. <laughs> I'm so nervous because this one has real consequences if I miss. So I'm sad. I rolled double sixes. Nice. Nice. It makes it a 13 because I plus one charm. So on a 10 plus, they're available to help. They can blah, 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 or get you some special information. So what I would like is maybe like satellite images of the area that's around the lab. And then it may not be very detailed, but at least as, as much of a blueprint of the lab as I can get. Are you giving any context for the purpose of this? I'm being vague because I feel like with my net friends, they only want the after stuff. They're like, you can tell us later. I'm like, yes, I'm going to tell you later. They probably don't ask a lot of questions because it's, it's like, we're, we're real deep in the sauce. We like, we freaking, you know, like, you just, you got to tell us later. We're going to send you these images. You got to tell us later. Tell us if they're accurate. Maybe make, we can make some updates or things like that. So if I'm offering anything, it's a promise of a future conversation. Okay. And are there any other things that go with that? No. Mm, okay, yeah, no. It's just like... Well, because, like, I know there are some things where there's, like, added, like, you get to ask certain questions. But, like, you said you weren't giving anything about, like, the monster or anything like that? No, it just says they're available and helpful. 
They can fix something, break a code, hack a computer, or get you some special information. On a miss, you burn some bridges, which is why I was like, oh my god, there's no consequences. It could just wreck my whole personality. But no, it's just... I can get the information and I don't have to explain myself. And then later we're going to do a blog post about it, but I can't credit them because they don't want to be credited. So nobody's going to know who Dank B7 3000 is. <laughs> never going to know that it was Dank B37 that helped me. All right. So yeah, they'll give you that. Were you asking before or after you got to the apartment? So I was asking before I got to the apartment, but I don't think that my laptop, as crafty as I am, I don't think my laptop is enough to handle the images. Probably not. And so I want to download them on my home setup, which when Bart walks in, my home setup is like five computer screens and, you know, I've got two different CPUs and then there's some like thumbtacks, thumbtacks, (laughs) strings. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy boards. I have a conspiracy board and I've got like five monitors and, you know, it is just, it's a mess, but my chair is like super comfy and I've got like seven pillows and I'm just like, okay. And I put on my headphones, even though I don't need them. (laughs) And then I'm just like, all right. So yeah. Okay. So I got, I can download. Oh, mm, okay. I can put, I'll put them on my tablet, but maybe I should print this one. This, yeah, I'll print this one. Click to print and. And, but I can put this other one on my tablet and we can we can move it around and look at it. But You get what you're pretty sure is like, it's, they say it's like the most up-to-date blueprint they can find, which is that it's probably more comprehensive than you were expecting. Because some satellites have capabilities to check more than one thing. Uh-huh. So you get a couple of ones, ones where it's just like a regular picture, one for like heat sources and um, one for like radiation signatures and one that you're not sure exactly what it's looking for but the signals on that one look fascinating wait I forgot we established people in this world know that there was a time travel experiment right they don't know it worked but they know it was attempted yes yes okay yeah people know people are aware Or at least people like on the dark web are certain that there was a time travel experiment. (laughs) And most people are like, man, it probably was. As you're looking full plus sharp. Me? Yes. Okay. I'm good at sharp. And these dice seem to be treating me well today. Don't fuck me up. (laughs) Uh, seven. So you can tell which one's for heat and which one's for radiation. And just, like, with your theories, like, you're not sure, but, like, I guess kind of, like, your best guess would be, like, it looks like it's tracking some kind of anomaly. Like, spots for anomalies. Huh. This could be really useful. And on the map, there are some things that are redacted, but... There's some places where the word anomaly pops up. Ooh. I love when they give me documents that have been redacted. It means that I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think when you turn and look, Bart has, like, taken out a pen. And there's one sticky note that just says, like, it's like a, a sketch of Bart and a sketch of an eight, like a gray alien. And it's, like, equal sign. And Bart is just crossing the equal sign. So it just says not equal alien and turns around and goes, <laughs> what? <laughs> What's up? 
<laughs> oh, you jokester. Oh, you jokester. I was about to ask, how many people in the party show up on your conspiracy board? <laughs> okay, actually, this brings me to a thing that I was thinking about earlier. That I love the difference in the dynamic of the feelings towards Annabelle, where Hawk said he wants to believe that this is a pure and good person, and Roz is the exact opposite. Roz already believes that. Roz wants to believe <laughs> that she's not. Nice. Uh, and, and see, she's secretly a part of some great big conspiracy. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, so she already believes that she's a good person and she doesn't want to. So I believe Annabelle is up there. I don't think that Hawk or Darren are on her conspiracy board at all because they don't, they don't really have a reason to be. I'm related to Darren. I know Darren's human. Because, like, Hawk's crimes are just, like, so well-known that they're not part of a conspiracy at all. They're just like, that's just yeah. hot. He sells hot exactly. tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine there's also a lot of theories about, like, oh, they really did do time travel. And, like, like, what if they assassinated this person? What if they fixed this? Yes, because oh my goodness, there are so many actual assassinations that happened and I and I've I've written them all down. They they're compared and if we're looking at the 50s, but yeah, there's definitely that and then randomly written somewhere is Jeremy Bearmy. And and some people are going to get that reference and some people are not. <laughs> Sorry, I flailed a little bit. Yes, I love that. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's crazy. And like the room is well lit. Like it's, it's got a normal light. It's not even like the dark, dark room that you see on, you know, it's, it's got it. And, and there's a section that she's got a night, like her bed's not covered with anything. It's just the, the one wall and then the other one wall that has her whole computer set up. And then the rest of her room looks like a normal girl who's old enough to be in college and is not in college's room. I also imagine there's almost every weird thing that's ever happened in Oak Ridge that you know of. Yes. Like, just weird things popping in and out of nowhere. There's the incident with the person that ran through the room. There's someone that people thought had wandered off into the woods, never to be seen again. But then she came back and... Exactly. Someone, like... Several incidences of like people thinking they hit like um hit someone with a car only to find there was no one there. Oak Ridge is just a really weird town. Uh it is. <laughs> a deer that one hundred said the war had three eyes and that's why they missed. <laughs> I think, exactly. I think Bart makes a mental tally of the like the five or six things on the board that were just either him or his abuela at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Weird colors in the sky. Yeah, like my, that time my well was trying to teach me to do the weather magic, and I fucked up real hard, and like 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 a big thunderstorm came through. That that one day where like Oak Ridge just froze over, and then it was fine the next day. Yeah, no, for sure that would that would have been Bart's abuela because she has like more of the ice and the storm magic, while Bart is all about like the land and the dark earth and stuff, kind of like the spirits that that he just talked to. Mm-hmm. So they have very different styles of magic. And one little thing next to her bed that is a little alien bobblehead that says Roswell, New Mexico, that somebody gave her because she's still oblivious to the fact people call her Roz because of Roswell and not as a short name for Rosalind. (laughs) 
And so she's got a little Roswell, New Mexico alien bobblehead next to her bed that someone gave her. Oh. And it's like her favorite little thing. Nice. That's really cute. I also picture she has the entirety of the X-Files on DVD. I mean... Or for research. They do have a lot of... I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of accuracies in that one. They, did, they didn't mess that up as much as they messed up the other ones. You just say randomly pointing to your collection... I, mm-hmm. I just kind of nod. I'm like, sorry, I don't never really liked X-Files that much. What about Stargate? I don't know what that is. <gasps> and then we take three days <laughs> while, while Hawk and Annabelle are waiting at the, at the communities while we watch Stargate SG-1. <laughs> I really would like to leave. No, you have to watch more Stargate, please. I just want to go home. Stargate SG-1 is the best. <laughs> Y'all have a mystery still, but afterwards you're more than welcome to have a Stargate marathon. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. And anything else y'all want to do before you head off to the community college? Where are they? Uh, that was, yeah, that was my stuff. I'm, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to, to go. Yeah, I'm also, I'm ready. All right. Because I'm blanking, because I, I know you texted Darren the names of things. What else did you text him asking about? Asked him if he knew the science teacher that we were looking for. It was a very long text message about, like, how things are getting really interesting. And we, we heard about the science teacher, but we don't know what science teacher we're looking for. They used to work at the lab. And I'm pretty sure they did say it was a female. Is Rosalind the forgetful type? Depends. Rosalind has very specific pockets of her brain that holds information. If it is not a piece of information that belongs in a pre-existing pocket, probably. What did I forget? I think you get a text back uh, and he's like, my physics professor used to work at the lab. Physics is a science. There we go. Do you want me to ask her? I mean, we're going there now. Okay. Ask her, sweet talk her. Just say, hey, Professor, my 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 fun cousin who is great and you'll love talking to you is on her way. <laughs> okay, I'm almost out of break, but I can send her an email. Could you just tell me her name? Michelle. Um, Michelle. What's good last name? I was going to say, <laughs> I, I didn't attend college very long, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that they were not just um, all first name basis. Michelle Clark. Michelle Clark. Yeah. Teaches physics. I relay that to the others. Yeah, she burned out of working at the lab, and now she teaches and writes romance novels. Good for her. That's a solid life. Though you don't know that. All you know is she worked at the lab, now she teaches. Are we all at the school now? I assume that they catch up to you eventually, unless there's conversations we want to have happen on the way. Uh, I mean, I've been been trying to figure out a name, and this is, I guess, out of character to pull the group. What a name for Raphael's, like, or not Raphael, that's the wrong character, uh, for Bart's, (laughs) like, dumb, like, dragon spray painted, like, van would be, but I can't think of anything. So we'll figure something out later, I'm sure. I'm currently mentally calling it the discount (laughs) discount mystery machine. Ah, rip. I mean, that is what it is. It's like, it's basically like, size and shape of the mystery machine but with a big like airbrush dragon on it well to be fair like this is the first time true something that could be considered a monster showing up in Oak Ridge there have been times in smaller 
annoying things. This is the first time something has actually been a potential threat mm. to people. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm guessing most of the other stuff Bard's dealt with is related to, like, a minor spirit to banish or, like, a like a small issue that could be solved with one person. This is the first, like, multi-people issue. So, y'all are all together. I imagine Huck and Annabelle have been awkwardly waiting for a while. <laughs> Do you think they're all right? I don't think it's been awkward. I think that we've been standing out in a... Doug, you're muted God on Discord. God damn it, that feedback. is awkward. All right, now that is awkward. <laughs> My bad. I don't think it's been awkward. I think it's a nice day, and we've been standing outside of the truck because he wasn't going to leave it running because I waste gas. So we've been standing outside of the truck. If this were many years ago, this is like the only time he really wishes that he still smoked is when he's like bored waiting for somebody because right now he really wants a cigarette, and it's like it's been a long, long time. They're standing there, and he looks over at Annabelle, and he says, you ever think about teaching older kids? Well... When I was little, I really wanted to be a diplomat. (laughs) An ambassador kind of thing. I wanted to be a diplomat, but that didn't work out. So this is a close second. And Hawk does not know what to say to that, but he files it away. And he shakes his head and he goes, yeah, I reckon. (laughs) There's almost as little logic as in politics. And then he laughs. <laughs> oh, I'm 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 gonna use that later. Yes, this is beautiful. <laughs> Does Annabelle have any questions she wants to ask? Hog, maybe. I want to keep having an RP conversation because I like character moments. I do too. I think this has got some potential for some good stuff here. Yeah, it's also less work for me. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get into the pawn business? He kind of creases his forehead a little bit, and he tips his cap back and scratches his head, puts it back down. He says, well, you know, it's just buying and selling. It's about the oldest thing you can do. I found myself with a whole bunch of stuff, and some folks wanted to buy it, so set up shop. It's probably more complicated than that, but I just buy and sell junk. I don't think it's just that. And he looks at her sideways like, is she like, is she referencing his illegal activity? Is she being coy about this shit? And he looks at her, he looks at her sideways and he says, maybe it is, maybe it ain't. You provide a service when people don't need something anymore. It's a way that's not wasteful to get rid of it. All right. So like he's heard this argument before when he was younger, he used to date a lady who was like real crunchy and she was like very much about circle of life and whatnot and she used this argument with him before tried to convince him before that he was doing a good job and it really made him only think that that she was telling him that he was a vulture and so he decides that instead of getting really upset like he wants to he's just going to hear her out and do what else she has to say and he's going to say well i I reckon that makes me a, a scavenger huh no only if you go out of your way to take things people you know, leave behind, but you facilitate, you know? It's, uh, you provide the place where old things go so that they can be given to someone else who needs them. Hawk is just, just devastated. He thinks this lady actually is nice. He thinks that she might actually be good all the way down. And he's just disgusted by this. (laughs) Oh. And so, like, he just stands there, and he's kind of, like, just kicking gravel around a little bit under his boot. And he says, what made you come to Oak Ridge? It's just where I ended up. 
It's a hell of a place to have an ambassadorship. <laughs> uh, I had a falling out. Who'd you have a falling out with? Oh, everyone. Everyone, huh? So, uh, look, I don't, I don't get along too good with my family either. It was it so bad you had to move all the way out here. Less had to run, more was chased out. Now, who in the hell chased you out of someplace? <laughs> everyone I knew. And he shakes his head because he feels like he's not getting anywhere. And then he thinks for a second. He, he looks back up. And he goes, "Who's everybody?" My family, the people I thought were my friends, everyone. Where are you from originally? A ways away. A ways away. Oh, yeah. He goes, uh, well, like, like Richmond? A little further. Oh, hell. You ain't from up north, are you? Depends on your definition of north, I suppose. I imagine this is probably around when Roz and Bart pull up. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool, cool. To just a very, very, very confused-looking hawk. <laughs> oh, there they are! Staring at Annabelle, like, what is going on? Yeah. Just because I feel like it's a funny time for them to show up in the conversation. Yeah, that's solid. I'm excited. Oh, look, there they are. Hawk, like, immediately goes into a stance where he could, like, run away and dodge away from the van if it came too close to him. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Can I, can I roll act under pressure to see how I'm driving? Yes, please. Okay. Yes, please. All right. That's. I, I want to roll poorly sometimes, and I keep getting like sevens, <laughs> which is you know good, but also not as good as it could be. So with seven, you I got a seven. Yeah, that's. You tell me what. It, that's like a mixed success. So you tell me how my driving looks. You don't hit anything, but you do like eat the curb pretty hard oh. and park in one of those spots where there's a bush on the side and you proselyte like right in the bush. Yeah, and I think Bart comes out and says nothing and does not reference it at all. Just kind of like gets that like <laughs> good stuff. Uh, hey everybody, I got, I got some got some information. Draws now has to fight with the bush to get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's probably done it before. It's a pretty scraggly bush, too. So, like, it takes some doing, but no problem. Don't make me take harm. Like, <laughs> it's a prickly bush, bush. it's like a holly so. bush, and so it's just like, ow! Oh, oh my god, like, yeah, no. The first injury of the, I know. Of the podcast. You get scratched up, but you're not gonna, like, take actual harm. It's just, you kind of look like you got in a fight with a cat. But it definitely, definitely unravels part of your sweater. Like, it just, it snags, and it's, you're never going to get it right. You can push it back through, and it's just not going <laughs> to. Oh, no. oh, no. Okay. That's fine. My See, my Southwest brain was like, this is next to a Joshua tree, and <laughs> Joshua trees are the, the worst in the world. Devil. They are. Yeah. They, they struggle, but I do it. And I don't make a thing of it, and I make it look. Like when I'm done and I'm standing up, I just like walk away like I meant to do that. <laughs> and you still have all your stuff with you, and you all gather. And I think, well, one, maybe two of you actually know who you're looking for right now. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we give the name. Oh, I, I relate to that. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So Darren said his physics teacher, Michelle Clark, works for. Used to work for the lab. That's a good place to start. All right. Also, I got, I got some satellite photos of the lab just for later. Just thought that'd be fun. Oh, wow. That's impressive. 
Hawk grins real big at her. That's smart. And I want to mention what I learned about the monster. So the monster is some kind of like protector for like the old deep magic, which is like normal. You get that here. This place is an old place, uh, but it's been corrupted by something else. And so whatever this monster is, we shouldn't try to outright kill it. I would like for you all to kind of like hold it in place so that I can use some magic to kind of like get some of the curse off of him. So maybe he can help us and figure out on how to deal with the main source of the problem. Good. I was hoping. Annabelle, I think this might have been the first you've heard of like magic being an actual thing before. Yeah. So I imagine a lot of things about Bart make more sense now. And I, I just like nod, like, I was going to have to tell you all eventually, like, I can't just keep cryptically saying, like, I know what we must do. Like, that's, uh, I'd get bored. So yeah, I can do magic. I'm not going to answer any questions at this time. And he, he does like a, he does like flashes like a little peace sign and like walks away. And Rosalind's like held her hand up and then just puts it down like, oh, thought this was going to be opportunity. You hear Hawk say under his breath, I was just starting to like that kid. <laughs> hmm. Bart. So you do think we could reason with it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we could reason with it now, but I think if we can hold it in place and I can do some kind of ritual to free it of the other influence, we could get to, to like, maybe it helping us. Then it's a good thing we picked up that crate. I hope it's big enough. Oh, that's good. That's good. There's just this giant-ass metal bull-catching cage in the back of Hawk's truck. <laughs> I think Bart gives, like, a low whistle. But yeah, no, I, I think as Annabelle's asking, like, all these questions and stuff, like, they, so you're, like, teach, right? Yes. I imagine y'all are talking and walking to the science building. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'm just curious because you don't really fit the mold, and I just kind of give, like, a quick, like, group glance around where it's, like, somebody who's, like, deep into figuring out aliens, somebody who does crime TM, a, a burnout goth that can do magic and just like looks over to Annabelle like you don't like you don't seem like you would be into dealing with weird stuff no offense <laughs> the stories were scaring one of my students okay okay that's that's pretty badass so you're like no one scares my kids pretty much you're okay <laughs> like Bart like doesn't know what to say like you're too optimistic and I'm very confused <laughs> yeah You've always got odd vibes about her. Not bad, just odd. And I'm a lot tougher than I look. Okay. How tall is she, by the way? Yeah, she's probably taller than Bart. You know, I never really... Is she short, average, tall? I'm gonna say she's actually kind of, like, tall and, like, willowy looking. You know, like, she has that real short, pale, messy hair and those real pale eyes and, fr- like, all the freckles across her nose. And she's just like, I'm tougher than I look. <laughs> sure. I, yeah. <laughs> Bart just, like, looks around for any campus security and just hands her a knife. <laughs> yeah, okay, like, it's cool that you, like, you can punch stuff, but you're probably going to also want a knife in case stuff gets bad. Oh, I won't need a knife. You don't need a knife? That's that's more ominous than Hawk telling me that he's used to doing suspicious things. So, Would you like just, to investigate a mystery? Sure. 
I got, oh, that's, that's going to be a four. <laughs> so instead, Bart feels like self-conscious and Annabelle can ask me things. <laughs> I feel like that fits, though, with, with what Bart's been doing. Yeah. Wait, so what happens? Um, I don't know. He's feeling I... awkward now, and he rolled really well at an investigative mystery, so now he feels awkward and is just going to stop talking. Uh-oh. But if you want to ask him questions... It's a bit of a walk to the science wing, but there's, like, signs, and y'all can ask some of the students, because it's summer, but there's, like, some people still there, so I won't make y'all roll to be able to find where the science wing is. Yeah, so if you want to ask any Bart any questions, I will answer them truthfully, because <laughs> he's feeling self-conscious. We don't know where the science building is. Like, it ain't got, like, it ain't got, like, Maxwell Science Center or some shit on the outside of it. It's gonna take you a while to walk there, but, like, between science and, like, asking people where on campus the building is, you're on your way there. I'm just, this is conversation while y'all are talking. I gotcha. I gotcha. Because when y'all run out of things to talk about, then we can get there. Hawk kind of sidles up to Roz and says... Wait, does he know that she has the maps yet? Yeah, because she said it. Or yeah. I think. yeah. You got any more convenient way to keep them maps? Uh, make like a digital copy or something? You could. We could all put on our phones? Yeah, I only printed out a couple of them because they were too big. But there's a... Yeah, I've totally got the... I can, I can send those right over. And I've, I've got them on my, like, computer. Or on my, on my phone and my tablet. Just do a little file transfer. Yeah, I nice. airdrop them. It's slow, but it does go eventually. I mean, Hawk's phone is old, too. It's like, it was old a few years ago, and it's super old now, but it does have a touch screen. It's like an iPhone 4S, and he is, he's, you know, futzing with it, and he finally gets his map to come up, and he's not going to say anything. Like, he's fascinated with this map, now. I imagine as we're walking, Roz is also looking at them, too. Trying to figure out what exactly that third map is that you think is like something with anomalies. Yes. And I imagine there's like numbers. It's it's like tiny little drop like little spots of places and then some like ripples out and they're numbered. Mm. Mm. Some are bigger, mm. some are smaller. Sometimes you'll see the same number but it's like A and B. Mm. But while you're making sense of that, Annabelle, you have anything you want to ask Bart about magic stuff or anything like that? I think, I feel like there's something, but I, like, can't put it into words. So, magic? I mean, I know I said I wasn't answering questions, but that was mostly so that I wouldn't have to translate into into alien stuff for Roz. Yeah, magic. Is that common? I don't know about common. Um, my abuela can do it. Mm -hmm. I can do it. I think it's my dad's generation. It's, it depends. You'd learn it, pick it up from different things. I've maybe only met three other practitioners in my life. What's it like? Hmm. You know when you shock yourself on an electrical outlet? Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it starts from kind of like the your head, like a little buzz, and it goes through the rest of your body. And that's if I'm doing everything right. It gets a little harder if I... If I'm missing some things, like, and he takes out the little mortar and pestle, and he's got some, like, bags of different, like, powders and stuff that he has, like, tucked away, like, in his, like, leather jacket, basically. Yeah, if I'm not, like, 
using my stuff to cast it, it gets harder and there's more of a chance things go wrong. Hmm. I see. Thank you. Yeah, of course. It's, um, I figure if this thing is dangerous, it's better that you all know that I can do this than not. Thanks for believing it without much difficulty. I was fully expecting to have to like show something. I believe you. All right. I love this party composition. It's so great. <laughs> Behagant is like always kind of like near like that spirit. It's always kind of near Bart anyway. So he just hears like an angry kind of growl as like he keeps talking to Annabelle and he kind of shakes it off like, you know, it's weird. My magic doesn't like you. And I don't know <laughs> what the deal with that is. Well, that's something, I guess. I don't think you should worry about it. Like, I'm pretty firmly in control of what's going on. But just letting you know, in case you've, like, I don't know, touched a Ouija board recently or some shit. No, nothing like that. Okay, good. You shouldn't touch those, by the way. They're they're not, like, all magically charged, but they're just, like, opening a door that you don't want to open. And he goes off, <laughs> and, like, to finish up the scene, he just kind of goes into, like, a really in-depth conversation about, like, why Ouija boards are, like kind of like the worst thing to mass market to people. Yeah, we have them in our board game section right next to Monopoly. Yeah. I'm so aware. I'm so aware of that because I do amateur ghost hunting. I'm so aware of that. Uh, it's like, hey, uh, would, you like, would you like this creepy cardboard that it opens doors that should not be opened? Sure. What's really good is we once had someone steal one. I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, that's even <laughs> super better. Super cursed. Hey, yeah, even worse you want to be super but, cursed. Yeah. So that's that's what I got for now. Can we cut back to Hawk and Roz for a sec? Y'all are, like, walking close enough. Like, you can hear everything that's going on. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I just, like, imagined us getting slower and slower as we were looking at our maps <laughs> on our phones. I, that's what I was also thinking, because I'm, like, deep in this. Yes, you're at the same direction, but yes. You can still, like, see them. Yeah, 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 yeah. A hog looks over at Roz and says, Now, I get these first two. This third one don't make a damn bit of sense, though. I know. It doesn't make sense to me either. My contact said that, that they weren't really clear on what this what this image was it was just found along with the other ones it's tracking something and uh one one of the i mean a lot of it's redacted but one of the words i caught was anomaly can you put one map on top of another and see if there's a correspondence between what were the first two maps again brianna one was just topography and i think there's actually four because there's just like general overview heat signature Radiation, radiation signatures and then the question mark. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you would be able to layer them, but they have like grid marks and stuff on it to where you could compare them. Yeah. Like longitude, mm-hmm. latitude kind of stuff. Cool. So he's going to tell Roswell, well, I think the first thing we need to do then is see if anything on this map, this one, we don't know what it is. If anything from there matches up from, uh, with anything on the other two. So, and I want to hold, I want to like, whatever map she's got open, I want to open up a different one and put our screens next to each other and be like, all right, fine. And I'm going to find just whatever high radiation signature. A3. 
character is. Yeah, exactly. We're just going to fucking play Battleship with this. And you suck my yeah, Battleship. <laughs> so I'm going to go, all right, well, let's start, let's start at the top. I said, I got a little blip here in A3 on the, uh, on, on the radiation reader. You got anything over there on your map? Can we roll to, like, investigate a mystery or anything? Like, yeah, as I'd say, roll to investigate a mystery. Yeah. Should we both roll it or just I roll it? Or he, he, one of us. One of you it. can roll, and the other could help out potentially. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I have a plus two sharp, and you could help out. Yes, that. I was like, there's a way to do this, and my brain's like, oh. I don't need it. I got double sixes no. again. So that's a fourteen. Nice. There is a matchup, but the radiation like gets high around different parts of the lab, but in like the surrounding areas. There's a radiation spike where, like, on the map, it's denoted with, like, a different color. Like, a slightly different shade of green. And a lot of them match up with the numbered spots on the question mark map. Good, good. So he's gonna, he's gonna kind of nod at her and, like, hopefully, you know, get that she knows that, you know, that we're on the same page. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think that's good enough for now. And he puts his phone back in his pocket. And then you look up and see that had Bart and Annabelle are, like, way ahead of you guys. They're probably standing outside of the science building waiting for us to catch up. And we catch up to the science building and are like, we found something on the map. We'll talk about it later. All right. Let's go in the science building. Uh, who wants to roll plus chirp to figure out how long it takes y'all to find the right office? Who's good at that? Hoxie's the child of a regular patron and says, um, Hey, Bobby, how do we get to, uh, how do we get to Professor Clark's room? Up the staircase to the left, and he, like, gives you directions. That's how long it takes us, so we get there. <laughs> exactly. That, that was good. Oh, like, who wants to do a dice roll? No. no. <laughs> mm, I know that kid. So we're standing outside the door. Is it open? There's a bit of a weird look of what are you doing in high school, but... That's fun. Yeah, she's in her office. I was like, if it's higher than a four, she's in her office. I got a six. Is the door closed or open? It's, like, propped open. It's kind of like um, when professors have office hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hawk, who did not go anywhere past high school, looks at these other folks and says, y'all got to get this from here. The real question is, is have any of them been to college? <laughs> They're at least young enough to look like they belong there. Yeah. Better point. Um, yeah, Bart definitely, like, tried, like, a semester and went, I kind of hate this, and stopped going. Like Nicola in real life. Are we being sneaky, or are we just exactly the same story? I, I, I don't know how we want to play this. Are y'all just discussing this, like, outside of her door? We're not good at planning. I'll just say it out now. What group is? (laughs) Should I just say that we are, you know, we're doing a research paper? I I like that idea, yeah. Okay. And then I walk into the room. Hello, can I help you find something? Yeah, actually, we've been hired by somebody to investigate something outside of the lab. (laughs) And so we have some questions for you. (laughs) 
Oh, you did it. You did what you, you did your character thing. I did my character mood of contrary. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, I love the energy. She just kind of like blinks at you for a second and just doesn't respond. So I was hoping that maybe we could ask you some questions about your time at the lab because... I haven't worked at the lab in a long time and I hope you understand I did sign several NDAs when I left. So there's not so much I can talk about. I don't know what her voice is doing, but it's <laughs> doing a thing and it sounds cool. <laughs> Out of character, which person told us to come talk to her? Was that Charlie? Or Damien. Damien? Yeah. It was Damien? Damien. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I mean, we just... I don't know if you heard that somebody got attacked. And so very lovely lady we met named Brooke was attacked. And uh, she was rescued by somebody, by, by a security guard, uh, Damien. And uh, he said that, that you were very knowledgeable and you might be able to help us out in kind of like figuring out what this was and spoke very highly of you. And now I want to invest... I'm like, is this manipulate someone? It might be manipulate somebody. <laughs> that feels very manipulate someone. I think my words <laughs> just started coming out in one way that my brain was telling me that they should come out. Well, with how they came out, it's you're, you're trying to sweet talk her to help. I am. You. And so it's really good that I just did that contrary <laughs> thing. So I have a plus one. Okay, I got a seven. So they'll do it, but only if you do something them right now to show you mean it. Does she want proof? Does she want... I don't, I don't That's know. That's what I'm trying to figure out, because this is someone who stopped working there probably about like three or four years ago. Show her the map. And he tells that to Roz, and he opens his... I think what she's going to say, though, is, how do I know you're not just some nosy reporter trying to dig up dirt on the lab? a lot of people that try and cause a lot of trouble and that just never works out well for anybody. I mean, I don't really want to report on it. Uh, I just, okay, so like Dr. Whaley promised us money but also maybe I can get a little bit of information for my book that I'm putting, and then I drop the alien book on the desk because Roz is thinking that if she shows that she is just doing personal research, it'll be fine. Nicholas thinking that if somebody sees this book, they're going to realize she's crazy and harmless. <laughs> yeah. She just kind of like looks at the book, looks up at you, looks at the book again, and is like, oh, it couldn't hurt. There's only so much I can tell you, but what do you want to know? Did you ever, while you were there, see anything in like, like a creature that had four legs and walked like a bobcat, but was not a bobcat and may have been made of shadows. Rosalind got us up to this point and may not be asking the right questions. You sound like an absolute nut, but she's like, did you see anything in the woods? I saw a lot of strange things there. I didn't see that, but I... I have a friend that works there who says she's seen other strange things and she might have mentioned something about the attack. Some of the science they do in the lab is not quite what I signed up for, which is why I left. Oh no. I mean, I know that you have NDAs and NDAs are 
so, so strict. And I promise that it's just going to stay between us. But like on the list of the seven major virtues, which one of these virtues did, did what they were doing go against? I'm trying to be vague so that you can just be a little vague and then you're not going to go against your NDA. So is it like, thou shalt do no harm? Was it, thou shalt not covet thy that's neighbor's the Commandments. property? That's the Ten Commandments. Oh, I know. Oh, no. I was, I am totally, one of them was a virtue. One of them was a Ten Commandment. And there's seven of them. There's the golden rule. It's called talking out my ass. Which of these personal values did you violate by working at this company? <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it long. Exactly. <laughs> I was there because I believe science could be used to help people to make the world better. And some of the things they've been doing, I'm not sure how it does that. And it's messing with things that could be dangerous. And even after things, don't know exactly how I hope she was. Let's just say I think some of the things we're messing with could have repercussions. And they might already. And that wasn't going to stop them. And I think we might be seeing some of the repercussions of that. She's being really vague, and I want her to not be vague, but I can't think of how to make her not vague. So somebody else probably might see Ross Ross struggling. Hawk takes out his phone, zooms into A3 on his radiation map, puts it on the desk, and looks at Ross and says, show her your phone, show her A3. And he's going to start talking to uh, the professor and say, look, we got some maps here, and there seems to be some overlap in between places where there's high radiation spikes. And in whatever whatever this map is supposed to show us, it says something about anomalies. So it seems to me somebody's tracking some weird shit that happens around where these radiation spikes are. How about let's start there. You know anything about that? Her eyes widen, and she's like, where did you get these? Well, I got my sources. Well, he wants to take off the any heat off of Ross. He's just like, he's just going to say it's his. Mm. I feel like you need to roll something. Do you have any moves or something? I mean, I reckon manipulate someone is kind of what it is, because I'm trying to... Yeah. Manipulate has a connotation, but you're trying to convince. Right, 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 right. So I'll roll plus charm. Oh, sweet lord. Mark experience. How low was it? It's a six. Can I get some help? Help was which plus cool or plus, plus charm? Cool, I think. Damn, I only got a seven. That's good, though. That, yeah, it's going to bump me up to a partial success. But I think it, yeah, it opens you to trouble or danger. Yeah, so if she's going to get pissed, she's going to get pissed mm-hmm. at both of us. What do you do to help? Since I don't help as well as I want, I really think that I just stand back there and am holding the phone. And then she kind of looks from Hawk, and then she looks over to Roz. And Roz just starts grinning really big, trying to be like, uh, Yeah, see? We're harmless. Don't worry about us. We're cool. And she just smiles like really big. There's suspicious squinting going on. Yeah. Hawk is being all like serious and stuff, and Roz is just like, we're fine. Yeah. 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 See, we're just, we're, we're, we're chill. We're cool. We're cool, cool, cool. I forgot what you were asking. 
Hawk catches Roz out the corner of his eye and he looks back at the professor and he says, look, I know that you got some stuff you can't say, but can you at least tell us what these things, what these anomalies are and how they relate to the radiation spikes they're right on top of? We've already put all of that together. Just give us the last little bit. I think she's going to lean back and look at the group of you, which is just a very interesting group of people. Does anyone else want to say anything? No? Bart and Annabelle, you don't have anything you want to try? Please. We're worried it could hurt someone else. Worse than it did Brooke. She just kind of, like, looks over at you for a second and nods and... She doesn't say anything for a second, but she pulls up her laptop and opens it and is just typing for a couple of seconds and you hear the sound of something coming off of the printer. And she takes that and searches the bookshelf for a second and after a couple of seconds she finds what she's looking for, grabs the book, sticks the papers and is like, here, I believe this is the textbook you'll need for that. And she gives it to you. If you'll excuse me, I do have an appointment coming up soon. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, she probably handed it to Annabelle because you're the less vaguely sketchy person there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we appreciate your help. Sure thing, just if anyone asks. You never talk to us. Asks what? We are registering for college classes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Bart with a guilty look just kind of nods. Eyebrow raised. Like, yeah, I have to actually register. My abuela said so, and I don't want to disappoint her again. <laughs> Aww. Again? She got really excited when he mentioned it. <laughs> so now he's like, okay. As we're walking out, I, like, whisper to Bart, I'm like, I know places to get documents. You don't actually have to register and go to class. What? I, what do you mean? I Nothing? Want, what? I mean... Okay. What do you mean, document? <laughs> like, like a fake uh, d- degree? I don't want that. Not a fake degree. Just like it, you know, receipts. <laughs> just, I don't just want think you to. About it. Just think about it. Ross. Just think about it. He, he gets like a really serious look. It's like, how many criminals is Roz connected to that she doesn't realize she's connected <laughs> to? Uh, probably a lot. Mm-hmm. She probably doesn't actively do things on the dark web. She doesn't go buy these weird things. She would know where on the dark web. You know, she hangs out there and <laughs> plays a little uh, Minesweeper. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no. I think Bart just gets a really serious look and he's like, I don't want like receipts to lie to my abuela. I- I'm just going to sign up for one class and see how I like it. Okay. Valid. Your heart's in the right place, but I, I don't really want to lie to my abuela. You gotta understand. She will know. She will find out, and it'll be worse. Yeah, it's not a good time when we get into a fight. So where are we going next? Oh, we need to look at this book. Is it getting late? Are we running out of time? I imagine it's probably still, like, early afternoon. Okay. Yeah getting close-ish to when you might want to think about what you want to do for dinner, but not close enough to where, like, you are actually thinking about dinner. Mm. Hawk wants to see that book, too, and I feel like while they were talking, he probably would have sort of drifted beside Annabelle and, you know, tried to look at the book. And if she's got it open or whatever, then it's easy for him to look at, but if not, he's obviously, like, walking, like, looking with his head to the side, (laughs) trying to, like, read the the book. Oh, also, for context, it's not a full-on textbook it's more of like a history book but it's chunk. big old big old book 
Also, I'm like, I love how the, the bucket crowd just happened to have a cover that looks very appropriate. <laughs> it's the weird fantasy book that was like $8. I think there might actually be time travel in that too, ironically enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should head to some place like a quad that's got like a picnic table. We can all take a look at this. I think that's yeah. a good idea. Uh, oh, yeah, you passed one on the way there if you want to sit there and that's look a good at idea. it. Heck yeah, we do that. All right. Who's going to be the first person to actually look at what this book is? I'll look at it. It was written by one of a couple of historians that looked into the failed time travel experiments back in the 80s. And it probably has some kind of punny title about a tale of lost time. The failed experiments of Jackson, South Carolina and what we can learn from them moving forward. Or it's like, why man should not mess with reality. It's called Slay and Kronos. Oh, God. <laughs> no. There's another one called that. I don't get that reference. Dang it. So, Kronos was one of the Titans and Zeus's father. And so, Zeus killed his paw. And Kronos is not specifically like a god of time, but I mean, we get chronology from. Titan Kronos. Yeah. He's most commonly yeah. associated with time. Interesting. So, like, it's killing time, slaying Kronos. It's good stuff. Yeah, so you see, that's what the title is, and there's a couple folded up pieces of paper in it. Oh boy. Where are the papers in the book? I imagine she tucked them in the middle. Like, not like she intentionally put them in a specific place, but just like tucked them okay. in the book. So they would be hidden in okay. the book. It's taller, so she just had to fold them in half and stick it in there. You, you can't tell it's in there unless you're looking closely at it. Mm, are we walking or are we at the table now? You're at the table, though you could have noticed the title okay. on the way there. And I think, like, everyone's, like, vaguely familiar. I don't know how much interest Annabelle would have had in that. That's a good question. Actually, wait. I have an answer. I'm going to okay. text it to you. In the meantime... I'm going to sit down and put the book down and open it up and pull out the papers. Two sheets of paper that look like someone took a picture of something. And who would like to investigate these to see what we can figure out from them? Can we pick them up and then just sort of pass them around and we can all roll investigate a mystery yeah, that's oh, about yeah. you say. Since you're all looking at it, you can roll investigate. Whoever yeah. gets the highest can be the first one to figure it out. Woohoo. This will be a nine for me. Nine. It's going to be a 12 for me. Eight for Roz. Eight minus one, seven for me. Hmm. Okay, so Bart's going to be the first one to figure it out. It looks like one is experiment logs mm. time periods when someone was doing something it doesn't specify what with something known as object 51 because oh. I just had to <laughs> and then the second one looks like it's more of handwritten notes on sightings of the creature mm. and at the bottom of the handwritten notes it looks like someone wrote down a set of the GPS coordinates and Bart, you, you figure that out, Ibi. Okay. You don't know why. It just clicks in your head. So 
basically what I'm hearing is that this thing, like whatever this monster is, is called Object 51, or is like associated with Object 51. When you look at mm-hmm. it, the times do seem to okay. match up. Like, not every time, mm-hmm. but anytime the creature was sighted, it matches up with when he's messing with it. I think there's also notes of other strange animal behavior that doesn't seem to match up. Okay. And then the coordinates, I'm willing to bet it matches up with the deep laboratory. You are welcome to enter it into your phone to find out. Oh, oh my god, like, this is an ARG? Holy shit! No, not oh, literally. Oh, I thought you were going to actually send me coordinates for two seconds. I lived in a very oh. exciting two seconds of time. I was like, oh. damn, I, I knew it was a real I, location. Okay, so Retcon, it's a room number. Oh, in the actual lab? It's like a series of letters and a room number. And some other numbers underneath it. Okay, so if we go to the deep lab, we're looking for this room. Got it. Mm-hmm. I thought of two things while you were explaining that. Mm -hmm. One, are we able to match the logs to our anomaly map? The logs are showing interaction with a specific object, which I think you are able to find there is an anomaly number 51. It does seem to be one of the largest marked on the map. Okay. I don't think I have the second one yet because I think I misunderstood. So this is only... A log within... Uh, hmm. It looks like someone logging when they're interacting with one of the anomaly items, except for it's called Object 51. Okay. Does my map have a time on it that the map picture was taken? It's been recent. Okay. It's been recently updated. Ultimately, this is all leading to... If my question that I asked to connect the dots is available to be answered yet, if I can put all of these things together now and find out when and where the next critical event will occur. Looking at the time logs, you do notice there is a bit of a pattern to when this scientist or whoever it is has been interacting with Object 51. Sometimes it'll be a couple of days, and then, t- then there's a couple of days of nothing, and then like a couple of days with regular testing, a couple of days of nothing. Which is exactly what we were told by the security guard, where some days you would see the creature and some days you would not. You all are welcome right. to full player conversations about theories about this. And I will answer the question of when you think the next one's going to be. I just want to let you'll have some room to talk. Okay. So one thing I'm noticing is that there are correlations between when the scientist fucks with this thing and the monster showing up. The spirit I talk to is, they're, they're usually bound to tell the truth. That tells me that whenever the creature is cropping up is when the object is messing with the spirit because it's a corrupted spirit from whatever this object is. Object 51 is messing with the spirit and making it do this. So... That tells me that if we can free the spirit from this influence and we can go deal with the influence, that won't just solve the problem that we have with this monster. It'll solve future problems with other spirits that might get corrupted by it. Also, uh, just one note for both Bart and Annabelle. Mm -hmm. When you look at these times, you remember usually like on those days around that time, you would occasionally just get like these weird bad vibes, like something's wrong. Oh. 
like someone is messing with something they shouldn't. It's just like this weird feeling. The Higante has mm-hmm. been getting grumpier about it as time goes on. Right. Okay, cool. So since we did roll investigate a mystery, can I ask what kind of magic has been done here about all of this? Or would that be more of like a, we have to physically be in the place for me to feel it? Because that's a free question anyway. So if it, if it doesn't have a good answer now, I can just wait and use it a, a different time. I might let you wait to keep that one okay. so I can also come up with a better answer. No worries. Pues, chévere. It looks like we have plenty of good stuff down here. Did anybody else notice anything? And Bart is piecing through the papers and maps and stuff. Hot. Just says what he thinks is the obvious thing, but that's just sort of, you know, just to lay it out there. So it seems to me we just need to get an idea when this thing might show up next and where and make sure we're there before it is. So how many days are between these things showing up? Is it happening every Wednesday? Is it happening every three days? Is it is it something that only happens at midnight? Like, when are these things occurring? Yeah, we might not have to do the stakeout tonight. We might have to do it a different yeah. night. Right. Mm-hmm. There's usually a three-day break that, when you do the math, lines up with Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Ooh. The last attack happened on a Thursday night, and yeah, I'll just say today's Friday. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, nothing has happened on those days? No. Okay, and it's Friday. There have been no noted sightings. Do we think that maybe because it happens Monday through Thursday that it, like, builds up, and that's why the creature attacked on a Thursday because it had reached its threshold of like being able to tolerate the energies that are being put out of the lab. Mm. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next week to find out what happens next on Tempest Multi. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonym social. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Season 1 of Tempest Multi was made in collaboration with Doug Holly of Good Better Quest. He has a prologue for a show that he will be doing in the future set in Oak Ridge's sister city of Jackson, South Carolina. Brianna Jean is the keeper and producer with editing help from Nikki of Beholder to No One. I'm Casey, playing Annabelle Joyce, and you can find me on the Aboard the Opal Star podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is David Tilstra, but today I'll be playing Darren Calloway. I am the Dungeon Master over at From Afar Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at From Afar Podcast. You can find myself at David Tilstra on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, that's about it. Hey, this is Doug. I play Hawk Bailey. You can find me on Twitter at DougGBQ or on the podcast Good Better Quest. I'm Ian. I will be playing Bartolomeo, the spellcaster, and you can find me on the Ballad of the Seven Dice Twitch channel playing Weary in the Rise of Nyarlathotep campaign. Hi, I'm Nicola, and I'm playing Rosalind Stollard, a.k.a. Roz. You can find me on Twitter at NicolaTheDruid, or on Twitch as Druidcraft Productions, where I host Tiny Hut, a weekly show focused on education, advocacy, and charity. Stay safe out there, dear friends, and always remember things are not as they seem. 
Your time is valuable. Here at Dungeon Digressions, we encourage you to make every second count. Why spend minutes of your life listening to epic adventures, exploring new worlds, and getting lost in amazing story arcs and relatable character growth when you could be doing your daily routine every day, all day? Who especially wants to hear a bunch of gnomes chaotically traversing the world? They're filthy, whiny, don't understand magic, and are just seen as ugly kids. We're not kids. At least spend your precious moments listening to another fine podcast like this one you currently enjoy. Good choice. And ignore this tumultuous group of gnomes guaranteeing their deathy fate. Well done. Don't listen. No matter what. DungeonDigressions.com. Digressions.com